Welcome to the Project Zion podcast. This podcast explores the unique spiritual and theological gifts Community of Christ offers for today's world. Welcome to Coffee to Go, where we center ourselves in the seasons and scriptures and holy days of the Christian tradition. I'm Karen Peter, and I'm here with Blake Smith, and we welcome you on the journey. So the question we ask every week is, where are we with Jesus this week? And this week, Blake, is the third Sunday of Easter. So we are beginning the third week of Easter. And we talked last episode about Easter being a season that lasts 50 days of feasting after our 40 days of fasting in Lent. So our third Sunday of Easter, we are with Jesus and we are walking along the roadway toward the town of Emmaus. It's the group of disciples and believers, and many are still wary. That's the the word that came to mind as I was rereading this scripture. They're still wary of what a risen Lord really means, and they're still trying to figure that out. And I have empathy for them because many of us are still trying to figure that out 2,000 years later. So it gives me hope when I see that they were trying to figure it out then. And they are having a discussion and it's revolving around what they've heard, um, what some have seen, and can it actually be true? Is, Is there resurrected, risen Lord? Is this the true Messiah, the true um, Son of God? So let's hear the scripture that gives us this story, Blake. Yeah, I really appreciate, Karen, you talking about them being wary and 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 we are. I mean, if we think back, these these were people who had truly given up everything to follow Christ. They had put all of their eggs in one basket, no pun intended. And, and so they're just kind of lost and, and unsure. So um, it does give hope to know that even those who were with Jesus, who knew, who heard firsthand uh, what he was doing, uh, struggle with that. So it makes our struggle a little bit more uh, bearable, I guess. So our our scripture comes from Luke 24. It's the 13th through the 35th verse. Now, on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all of the people. And how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, 
Some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find a body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it was just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And then their eyes were open and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. So why does this scripture matter to us today? What relevance might it have for us? I think, first and foremost, it's significant that they didn't recognize Jesus. I mean, they were so caught up in the past events about what had happened, what had happened just in the days preceding, they weren't able to be in the present until they sat at the table to share a meal and saw Jesus do the simplest of things, the most mundane thing. He broke the bread, breaking it to give each one of them a piece and to share in hospitality and relationship. That's when their eyes were open to the present and the presence of Jesus with them. I mean, it was, again, in a simple thing, sometimes we miss God because we're so caught up in the middle of things and, and busyness that we miss those moments where God comes near, where Jesus comes near. Sometimes we learn more about someone when we sit down and share a meal together. Think about the conversations that you have around the table. Even people we think we might not like become closer when we're in the bonds of hospitality. I mean, there's just something about being at table together that and maybe takes away some of the tension. Kind of a really important piece of this passage, I think. So I think the table is is kind of key to this week. We talked before that this is the Easter season. It's a 50 days of feasting and joy. Um, the alleluias ring loud through the whole 50 days. And I think about that, um, the gathering at the table, that that's where Jesus was finally recognized by the two uh, disciples who were walking. So this week, as you set the table for a meal, um, if that's what your household does, or if like me, you reach into the drawer and grab two forks and plop them on the kitchen island, that's setting the table as far as we go in my house. But think about that mundane task that you're doing as a small gift of hospitality. 
you are preparing the table. You're spending a moment um, just resting with that thought. I am preparing the table. This is a gift I am giving to not just people who will join me at this table, but I'm offering in this gift for the divine presence to join me at the table. And does it change how you see your task as you're setting the table if you see it as a gift of hospitality? Does it change how you see others who are going to share that meal with you? Another thing to do um, is simply to invite someone to share a meal with you this week. Break bread. Put away your phone and be in the moment with that person. Be present with them. I think that's um, a real lesson of this Emmaus scripture is be present with the people who are in your space with you. Um, Give them those moments. That's an act of hospitality. So two things that have to do with table this week, setting the table as as a gift of hospitality and an invitation, and then actually inviting someone to break bread with you. Yeah, there's another thing that was a tradition in our family when our girls were growing up that came to mind as you were talking about that um, and about taking the forks out and putting them on the island, which is how my wife and I now uh, <laughs> do our meals. And um, and sometimes we do it together and sometimes it's eat whenever you get a chance. But when our kids are growing up, a friend of mine had had told me about something that she did with her family. And that was in her family, they had China and Crystal but it was only brought out for special occasions. And I got to thinking about that as well. I mean, I'm from the South and it was very traditional for your wedding gift to get China and crystal, pick your patterns and stuff. But ours too sat in packaging and and put away safely so it wouldn't get broken until the special occasion came. And what she said was that they would take one night a week and have a family dinner together, intentionally together, light candles on the table, bring out the china and the crystal, and in a way, then send the message to their children that they were important enough. So to do that for your family or or just friends, somebody that you have, to take that extra time, take out the china, who cares if it gets broken? My children really looked forward to that every week as we took that china out and, and they got to eat on the good stuff. That's a great tradition. Light those candles. Use the good china. Um, make that table experience a true feasting of joy. So here's here's a few for us to consider. What does it feel like to be recognized? You know, they say that the most important word in the human language to anyone is their name. So how does it feel to be recognized? Do I recognize the divine presence in my life, in others, or in creation? Are there aspects of walking with Jesus that I have not really looked at before? What road might an Eden recognize Jesus be walking with me today? So starting out this week and asking at the beginning of the day, what road might I be on today where there's an unrecognized Jesus that I might benefit from acknowledging? Yeah, that's hanging out with me. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I had one of those experiences yesterday. Now that you bring it up. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. they say, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So how about a blessing to send us on our way? May the colors of Easter bring blessing this week. White for the divine presence of the risen one. Gold for the richness of relationships, companions, and community. Amen. Amen.
As always, we invite you to join us again here at Coffee to Go for the next part of our journey through the liturgical seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Project Zion Podcast is a ministry of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines. Thank you.